Hello and welcome to episode 199 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Guten Tag. Well, last week we lost Jeff Beck. And this week, or today, we lost David Crosby. Oi. <clears throat> Almost seems like once people get into like close to 80, they start to fall. Super bummer. I am not looking forward to the rest of the year. It's just gonna, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's time for this to happen for people. And it just breaks my fucking heart. <clears throat> Although that is uh, the circle of life. Anyway, on to happier things. Robert Plant. Are you happy? I said Robert Plant. It is a Robert Plant show, not just a Robert Plant show. A Robert Plant show recorded by Saint Michael Millard. And distributed, <clears throat> or I should say, restored, transferred to digital, and then distributed freely by the Almighty Gems Group, who acknowledged me. So now, they said, keep up the good work. They say they enjoy the spirit of my podcast, which my brain is saying that means they hate every other part of it, but they like that I enjoy live recordings and appreciate the importance and majesty therein. Who knows? It's great. They're great. And thank God they exist to gather, not just Mike Millard, but they <clears throat> they handle the the archives and collections of, of myriad, myriad tapers and then present them. East Coast, West Coast, middle of the coast. Who? I mean... They do really good work with the transferring. Yeah, it's not like translating. No, with the restoration and transferring of tapes to digital. And then once they're in digital, you don't really have to worry as long as it's, you know, in the cloud in multiple places. You don't have to worry about any kind of degradation like tapes degrade. We all know this. You have, you know, if you are <clears throat> my age or older, I'm going to be 55 at the end of this month. You probably have or had a shit ton of tapes that you made. Either of live stuff or just, you know, mixtapes. I was big on the mixtapes, man. <clears throat> and they degrade over time. And master tapes, studio master tapes, degrade over time. And literally, you can put it on and it will just shed the oxide right off the, right off the plastic binder, or paper binder, if it's super old. And these guys <clears throat> take all these lovingly, painstakingly, translate and restore, and then distribute it freely on dime a dozen, and probably other places. I find them on dime a dozen all the time. And it's so hugely important, because every show that was taped, and then every show that was then converted to digital and put on the internet allows that artist to live a little bit more fully and allows some person somewhere to discover that show for the first time and just have their minds blown. 
I get contacted by people who are like, holy shit, I didn't know there were all these Led Zeppelin bootlegs. I just had the one I got in high school and it sucked and I didn't listen to it anymore. I didn't know there was all this cool shit. And that's the best thing. That's ultimately why I'm doing this is just to, for that <clears throat> for that one person, hopefully more, to be like, oh my God, there's a whole world of beauty and wonder <laughs> that I was not aware of. And this is one of them. St. Mike Millard is kind of the uh, king of the roost for these as far as quality goes. He would map out the venues. He would know where the best spots were sonically for taping. He had the best equipment, Nakamichi rig, AKG mics. He would pay off some of the guards. He got to know some of the guards. Sometimes he'd trade tapes for the for access. Sometimes he just gave them money. Sometimes he had to had to fucking hide and run. Sometimes he got kicked out. But because of that, there's dozens, hundreds maybe, I think we're in the hundreds now, of shows that he had taped that are now available for free online thanks to the Gems Group, bringing his name and his legacy into the spotlight because he unfortunately passed away in, I think, 1994-95. Almost 30 years ago, he's been gone. So... <clears throat> They do God's work. And they provided this tape as well. Another Mike Millard master. Oh, is it a master? Let me see if it's a master or a first gen. I don't remember. Master! This is right off the tape that Mike had at the show, spinning in his jacket pocket or wherever he had it. No, it was a Nakamichi under his wheelchair, if he had the wheelchair. Shit, it's amazing. All right, <clears throat> this is Robert Plant, 1990, the Manic Nirvana Tour. Those of you who remember know that in 1988, completely unrelated to the flop of his previous emo album, Little by Little, where he tried to be super electronic and eclectic and um, had some hits and misses, but it was not a huge hit. It was a flop. So uh, that had nothing to do with the fact that he then grew his hair out and started singing Led Zeppelin songs again. Nor, I'm sure, was there any relation to the fact that 1988 was the year he turned 40. So, <clears throat> 100% zero chance of uh, Manic Nirvana and then Now and Zen preceding it with his brand new band of youngins who do lots and lots of digital drums, keyboards, 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 non-blues guitar, son-in-law bass player, who was not a son-in-law yet, and... um. It was a hit. He had hits. He, he, he wanted to generate hits, and he did. But in doing so, well, I mean, the whole solo thing is kind of... He had hits the way that Kylie Minogue has hits, and uh, Falco from the 80s. I'm trying to think of 80s bands. Uh, Animotion. Hugely popular songs, but no one's like... My God, this is going to last throughout the ages. This timeless music of absolute musical virtuosity will never fade from the consciousness, like Led Zeppelin or the Stones. <clears throat> no, this is, this is mass consumption, pop music, rock, hard rock, but uh, fluffy. Doesn't mean it, it's bad. But there's kind of a difference between Bad Company and Led Zeppelin in that if I was going to outer space for a 20-year voyage to Alpha Centauri, 
um, and I could only take <laughs> a handful of albums, Led Zeppelin would be on that list, and uh, Manic Nirvana would not. So, moving along to this. In fact, I saw this tour. The Black Crows opened for him in Worcester, Massachusetts, on their, <clears throat> like they had just appeared and brought back, in my mind, rock and roll. That was finally like, oh, this is what I've been craving. It's good to have this kind of music back again in the 80s. Because, you know, I had the big hair. I had hair in the 80s. I, I mean, I did all that. But I didn't dig the neon. I didn't dig the bands like Poison and Warrant and all that cock rocky stuff that was just it felt like product to me so then robert came out and then jimmy came out on now and zen and you know jimmy did the same thing by the way in 1988 jimmy decided that oh my goodness i forgot that i was in the best band that ever lived and that people loved it maybe maybe they didn't come out to see me play make or break or fortune hunter maybe Although they may like that, maybe they would really, really fucking like if I played something from the other band I was in. The biggest one in history, except for the Beatles. <sighs> so they all did that. I don't know if I'm, it was a spoken or unspoken agreement, but probably a business meeting of like, hey, <clears throat> I don't like being second tier famous. Nor do I, says Jimmy. Looks like we may have to play some Zeppelin again. I will if you will. I will if you will. Right on. Shake hands. They each did some tracks on each other's albums. Robert did uh, only one on Outrider. Jimmy did Heaven Knows and Tall Cool One on Manic. No, on uh, Now and Zen. And then, lo and behold, they're in the news because they're playing Zeppelin again. That's what this is. It's good. Great tour. High energy. Fun, fun, fun. Robert's voice is great. It's nice to hear him roar again. Um, yeah, this is 1990, August 10th, Irvine Meadows, Irvine, California. Mike Millard, I have rambled on enough, and I always start off with like, these guys suck. Let's listen to them. By the end, I'm like, oh my God, he's so good. That's me blowing Robert Plant, because I'm so in love. So, let's get started and watch me change my tune after playing these tunes. Friendos, the first song I will play for you is Tie-Dye on the Highway, uh, off of Manic Nirvana. So this is a song off the album he's touring with, and it is fun. Had some fun lyrics. Oh, uh, what is it? Mystic, Mist Mystic Biscuit. It was on his tour program around a mandala, I think, with a smiley face. I don't know. Mystic Biscuit. Holy Moses, Mi Amigo, something like that. Cool lyrics. I mean, fun lyrics. It's a very fun, lighthearted, tongue-in-cheek, hey, everybody in my band is in my 20s, so let's pretend I am too. Woohoo. Tie-dye on the highway. Man, enjoy.
See, kind of canned, processed. His he was good. It seemed to be kind of at the upper levels of his his register at times. The very tie die on the highway. See, I can't even sing it, and I'm me. <sighs> All right, here is the band for this tour, and the band that was on the album. We have Chris Blackwell on drums. Doug Boyle, lead guitar. Phil Johnstone, because I'm your tall, cool one and I'm built to please. You stroll, you strut. That's him, Phil Johnstone, keyboards. He also co wrote um, the entire Now and Zen album and also uh, co wrote a bunch of songs on this album as well. He was uh, Robert Plant's writing partner, hence, probably the big change in style. Because Robert's like, I don't know what the kids are listening to. Charlie Jones on bass and on Robert's daughter later on. And then Robert Anthony Plant. Good man. Good God. Yes, I did see this tour. Black Crows opened. Absolutely smoked the joint. And then um, Reeves de Cabrel, the guitarist for Tin Machine, which was Bowie's Turning 40, I'm Not Old, It's Been a Little Bit Since I've Had a Hit project, um, came out and jammed with him. And it was great. It was so good. And then Robert came out. And we watched that. So now we're going to hear my favorite song on his third album. Yes, Shaken and Stirred, the one that bombed. Little by Little. I do love this song. I think it's really well done. I think it's super cool. I think it's honest and emotive about where he was in life. And I really dig it. And I'm glad he kept playing it for, you know, half a decade anyways. I don't remember if he played it on the the Fate of Nations tour. Now that tour was fucking lit. All right. Friendos. Same place. Same folks. Different song. Little by little, brown, brown, enjoy.
I don't quite understand what this means here. This is it's a very sour yellow fruit. It comes from way back. I used to have one of them myself. Oh. This next song is the title track from our latest extravaganza, Into the Absurd. It's, and you can join in on the bits that go, Can you do that? Oh. Oh. It's called Nirvana. I do like that song. I do like that song. Well, it is time for the spiel. So regular listeners, scrub ahead, 90 seconds. You can find me on all the places you can find podcasts. Apple, YouTube, and well, everywhere you can find podcasts because you found me, right? I hate it. That's something all podcasts say. So I feel like I must say it. I must have value. But then I'm also like, well, you're telling this to people. I assume you're all human. Uh, No shade if you're not. Thanks for listening. (laughs) But you're all listening, so you've already found me. It's not like I'm saying this and then suddenly, you know, you're walking down the street and an iPhone drops out of the sky and hits you on the head, just says, listen to me, like with a little note, a tag attached to it, like Alice in Wonderland, eat me, drink me, listen to me. No, you've already found me. But in case you were wondering where else you could find me, anything, any place that seems reasonable to find podcasts, you have a reasonable chance of finding me. Thank you for finding me. I also have a Facebook group with a couple hundred of wonderful people. I invite you to join and become another member and be a wonderful person yourself. I'll have a Twitter. I would love it if you followed me on Twitter. For real, for real. Uh, Heart of Markness is what all this stuff's called, by the way. Heart of Markness. Uh, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel where I put these up on YouTube. Uh, Also, Heart of Markness. You're seeing a theme here. And I have a website, heartofmarkness.com, which exists almost solely. I used to put, I had dreams of throwing other content up and basically stuff that I throw on Twitter going, this is awesome. I intended on throwing on the website and saying this is awesome, but with Twitter, I just press one button and then another button. And with the website, I press a button and then enter login information and then select the post, create post, and then enter the title, and then enter the second heading, and it sucks. It's still five minutes, ten minutes tops, but I'm a lazy motherfucker. So, but that's where you can find the shows that I present to you. So you'll be able to find this entire concert, heartofmarkness.com, and then download it for free, just as I have downloaded it for free. So, see, this is... uh, Paying it forward. Thank you, Gems. Now I will give it to others. Here's the set list for the whole show. I you realize I didn't read to you. So, uh, sorry, I didn't read that earlier. So the whole show, which again, heartofmarkness.com, you can download for free. Watching you. Nobody's fault but mine. Why didn't I play that song? Because, dude. Ah, uh, no. Billy's Revenge. Tie-dye on the highway. In the mood. No quarter. Liar's Dance. Going to California. Little by little, Nirvana. Oh, I love you, love you, love you. The Immigrant Song. Hurtin' Kind, I've Got My Eyes on You. All right. That's a fun song. Ship of Fools. Wearing and Tearing. First time, first time uh, any of the boys did that live. 
He did this on this tour. And then uh, when Jimmy joined him on stage for the Silver Clef Awards, performance, concert, benefit, whatever, in 1990 at Nebworth, uh, I think it was at Nebworth, Jimmy came out wearing his Outrider clothes. And they did a short set together with Robert's band. And Wearing and Tearing is one of the songs. And it was badass. Really badass. After Wearing and Tearing, we have Living, Loving, She's Just a Woman. Another song played live for the first time. Band introductions. And Tall Cool One. <laughs> See, you don't even need to hear it. You just heard it. So, yeah, you can get all that at heartofmarkness.com. Thanks to Robert Plant. And then Mike Millard, and then the Gems Trading Group. And then, ooh, nice natural segue. My patrons, the titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. These people materially support the podcast, which pays for the SoundCloud hosting, the web hosting, the cloud hosting for the shows that you get on Mega. The microphone through which I speak to you, and uh, it's great. Thank you, friends. If you are interested in becoming one of the magical, better-than-everybody-else people, go to patreon.com slash heartofmarkness, or hit the Patreon button on uh, heartofmarkness.com. One of my things, uh, resolutions for this year regarding the website, aside from merch, which have a great logo i'm still fucking with it because i'm not good with uh photo software or uh, photoshop so i fucked everything up real bad uh managed to undo most of it but i did <laughs> i lost some momentum but it's a nice logo and it will go on stickers and mugs and t-shirts and uh artillery and hubcaps and dental floss any noun you can think of it will be branded and i'll sell it to you motherfuckers all right all because of these wonderful folks and they are one of the benefits you get you get your own podcast every month uh sometimes you get two in fact i do need to do an extra one all right well the month well it's all it's more than half over i should get on that uh everybody gets a podcast a month and then the higher tiers get an additional even better podcast every month so that's something to think about it's not just give me your money it's give me your money and i'll provide value for that money so a laurel and hearty handshake go out to keith and tilda brian matt steve george big ed thanks for the comment man glad you like the uh patron podcast yeah that drone on in the light holy shit there's depth to it there's depth Ah, uh, yes, that's Big Ed. Kenny, John from West Footscray. Picard, Picard, Picard. Knegern. Yes, that's a name. Oh, I lost it. Chris, that's an easy one. Rob from Melbourne, Australia. Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, my friends for supporting me, keeping me honest, keeping me coming back when I'm not in the mood to do it because I need to do it because it's good. It's good for me and uh, it's fun. All right, guys, 
one more song, the spiel is over. One more song, and then we are done. And that song is Wearing and Tearing. What a good song. What a powerful song. What a strong song. Can you imagine being Jimmy in the studio (laughs) playing guitar while Robert's singing those lyrics? All about the ravages of addiction and dysfunction. (laughs) And uh, promises made, promises broken. It's an intense song, but I love it, and it is powerful. All right, guys, wearing and tearing. Badass song. Enjoy.
And there we have it. Medication. My favorite part. Oh, my God. When he's just, it's just an old friend. It's just an old friend. The phrasing on the album. <clears throat> power, power, power. I love it. All right. Well, we have reached the end of another episode of Mystery Science Theater. Thank you very much for listening. My daughter is with me this weekend. She will be using my computer and my TV to play video games when I would like to use my computer and TV to play video games. So I will probably be forced to be productive and probably do a classic episode this weekend. I hope so. If not, oh, Patreon or something. So keep your eyes on the road, your hands upon the wheel, blood in the streets on the no blood in the streets. No blood on my... Fuck! Peace frog. <laughs> blood on my what? On the streets of New Haven. Oh, well, I fucked up. It happens, and if you've been listening, you're used to it. Oh, yeah, it's the end of the podcast. Oh, my God, Robert Plant is the best person in the whole world. That's the greatest band I ever heard. The, the lock, step, electronic, no swing, no stretching out, no jamming. <clears throat> bring it, bring it, bring it. Okay, guys, love you. Please be good to yourselves and each other. Adios. And Robert Plant, if you ever listen to this podcast, I love you. Bye.